All right, stocks with the lows here. We keep selling off. We got the Nasdaq now down 2%. Russell's been getting slammed now for a couple of days. And Bitcoin's lower by now 1600 bucks. Uh, so that just keeps ticking lower. Joining us, Derek Amy's a partner and co-CIO at Strategic Point Investment Advisors. Derek, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Oliver. Absolutely. Uh, we got a pretty interesting day here ahead of tomorrow's employment. We tried to rally early this morning when jobless claims came in higher than expected. How twisted is this situation right now? Are we really rooting for the labor market to break? It's like the only thing we got going for us. You know, I was joking with someone earlier. If I told you the number, let's say I had a crystal ball and can predict what the number is, would you still know what the market was going to do, even if you had the number ahead of time? Uh, it's just one of those market environments where it's really hard to know is good news, good news, is bad news, good news, is good news, bad news. Uh, and to be honest, it's probably going to continue for a while, at least until we, uh, we get past the CPI next week and then the Fed meeting, obviously, later in the month. So thinking about uh, tomorrow relative to the last month where that 500,000 print was just eye-popping, uh, what is kind of the range of outcomes, uh, you think? What's considered here is something that would force the Fed's hand to go harder. It seems like that's ultimately what matters. Do we get a number that's going to have Powell say, okay, fine, we got to do 50? You know, I got to be honest, and this is just my opinion, I, I have a hard time thinking he's going to go 50. Um, I think that would feel like he's reversing course too much. Uh, and then also maybe creating a sense of panic if he was to do something like that. I, you know, I think he's been pretty transparent. I, I know that he likes to keep the uh, the market guessing and keep, you know, the probabilities of maybe going 50. But I personally think he's going to go 25 unless the number is, you know, something that's probably uh, unrealistic. Your previous guest, Kevin, I think I'm in line with him. Anything in the twos, probably okay. But I, I just have a hard time thinking the Fed's going to go 50 myself. Mm. And um, right now, when you look at how bonds are reacting to Powell this week, the tenure is getting stuck at 4%. We've got short rates zooming. What's that long bond telling us right now? Well, I think what's funny about today, and I wish I was on on a day where the market was acting better, but these are the things in life that we have to deal with. You know, today we're seeing bonds actually rally. And as stocks sag here, it's a it's a traditional asset correlation day. Um, you know, I think the the fear of a recession is creeping back in, and that's why you're seeing some people committing capital further out on the curve. When you look at um, the potential for people to buy bonds to kind of hedge stock risk, does that at least tell us that we're we're making some progress here? You know, it, it's been a while. Obviously, 2022, yeah. everything, the correlation of everything went to one. And so, you know, whether today is the beginning of some uh, back to traditional uncorrelated assets between the bond market and stocks, I'm not sure. But uh, there's certainly people who are uh, buying the long end as a hope to hedge against the equity risk for sure today. What looks appealing uh, to your team? I mean, uh, when you think about trying to, uh, you know, weather the storm, anything stand out? Yeah, I mean, we're still liking uh, dividend payers. Uh, last year, uh, you know, the dividend stocks did really well, all things equal. Um, and, you know, for us, we're dealing with retail investors a lot of times. They tend to be extremely overweight, the fangs. They tend to be extremely overweight growth. They tend to be extremely overweight tech. And if you're looking at traditional dividend buying, uh, you know, dividend paying ETFs or mutual funds from an asset standpoint, from a sector standpoint, they can complement some of that overweight growth uh, that we just tend to see in clients' portfolios. So we still like dividend uh, payers there. 
when you look at um, uh, clients coming to you, and generally, are people still uh, over levered to uh, tech and the market cap, uh, you know, contribution that tech has to uh, indexed investors? Yeah, for the for the do-it-yourselfers, so the people who are coming in to work with a financial advisor for the first time, uh, it's very rare not to see a statement that it doesn't include Apple or Amazon. Uh, you know, as bad as those stocks performed last year, people are just willing to accept it because of the fact that they've been sitting on you know gains for years after years after years. It takes a lot to sort of get them to see the light and necessarily you know start selling that and taking some profits. It's a hard job, but that's you know the job of a good financial advisor. Okay, all right, uh, thanks for the thoughts, Derek, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Absolutely, Derek Amy is a partner, co-CIO at Strategic Point Investment Advisors. Stick with the companies that can pay out the dividends.